Solomon famously wrote, there is nothing new under the sun. And I'm certain that your parents will tell you that, and especially your grandparents. What's been has been before. Once was, is, and will be again. What's old is new, and what's new will become vintage, obsolete, and old. The plague, 2020 to 2022 coronavirus, as President Trump said, the Wuhan, the Chinese virus. And why? Was it started in a lab in Maryland, NIH, National Institute of Health, under the Fauci regime? Was it matriculated and experimented, exported offshore to a lab in Wuhan to continue banned procedural development of viruses for weaponized purposes or a sundry of nefarious reasons and conspiracies. Who knows exactly? Have some idea, don't we? And we definitely all have an opinion. But the results are the same, or are they? Plagues of old, the plague of Athens, the plague of Justinian, the Black Death. Plagues that took out anywhere from a few hundred thousand to 200 million in number in the world, leading us up to 1918. And prior to that, the death rate of the Great War, some 15 to 30 million to the Spanish flu. And might I add, Trump was not alive then, but the Republicans of Spain, the country that is, refused to let that plague of influenza go. They're the only ones that kept it alive into the public narrative and the conscience and media at the time. Therefore, because they talked about it, it was called the Spanish flu. Couldn't get away with that today, right, South Africa? Omicron. The Spanish flu did not start in Spain, but it was the Spaniards that kept it in the consciousness of the world when others wanted to deny that when the soldiers were returning from war to the United States of America, it was found that it was born on a Kansas farm in 1918. The soldiers returning to the Midwest. Maybe that base, that army base in Manhattan, Kansas, you could trace the origin to. And because of the soldiers continuing to go back and forth and travel and new recruits, the death, the infection was spread. Spread through the modern world of war, trade, transportation, but primarily by the soldiers that went back to their homes, that went back into the field and introduced it to Europe when they went back into the European theater for war. Back and forth, and eventually between the United States and Europe and the Imperial Europeans under the British Empire and the Spanish, 
continue to infect the rest of the world. At the time, it was thought that nearly 675,000 Americans during the Spanish flu lost their life. That's the first wave. The second wave was more deadly than the first, and infecting both the young and the old in America at the time. And draconian measures were put in place just like today, identical. People protested. In fact, doing one parade in Philadelphia, political liberty parade, people refused to obey the laws of social distancing and masking, and the death rate surged. The infection rate as well. But a year later, the second wave was worse than the first one. And they even went into a third wave. And like today, the policies were inconsistent across the board. The federal mandates, the states each had policies that were inconsistent. And the people that suffered the most were the people at the bottom of the barrel economically, with a loss of 6% of America's GDP at the time. Oh, don't worry. Eventually, as you'll see, hence the Roaring Twenties, we see a rebound, a rebound that happened. The plague would go on to, in history, be finally tallied up to nearly 100 million. Two-thirds of the world infected. Five percent death we suffered. The economies went into hyperinflation for a period of time, 1920, 1919 to 1921. But then, after, after the plague finally wore itself out from the mass people now having been infected by it and dying because of mucus on the lungs drowning in your own mucus. Similar symptoms on a lesser one in the fourth wave, a little bit like Omicron, headaches, fatigue, and a loss of voice and throat. This was 1920. And although many lost their lives, the human life, on its own, bounced back, and people found themselves entering into a greater position of the middle class and the bourgeoisie life of the Western world, being able to afford more. There was an optimism after nearly three years of pessimistic death, a close of churches, a close of public congregation an end of events and the mental and physical stress of that because it goes against everything that humans are made to do. But the plague put a stop to it, didn't it? And when they came out, they were excited. Manufacturing increased exponentially. Happiness, joy, dancing, well, wouldn't you? After coming out of the dark, as Gloria Estefan's song would say, don't we all feel that way? Did not Jesus say when a person loses a coin and finds it, they do not rejoice? How much more so heaven rejoiced on a lost soul? There is celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on. 
And that's exactly what happened. A great time of celebration coming out of the darkness of the plague, the death, the isolation, the quarantines. Feeling optimistic about hope that there is a future. Jeremiah 29, 6 and 7 in the verse. God will bring you out. People were making more money. And for a period of nearly nine years, eight to be specific, there was great increase, great prosperity until the crash of 1929. 1920, they began their exodus. A hundred years later, here we are. History repeating itself. Follow the timeline. God does things in cycles. You're going to see the beginning of coming out of it right now. 1920 to 22 to 23. And an increase in manufacturing. I believe even James Diamond or James Beck has predicted the same. In 1921, the GDP increased by 42%. There will be an increase. There will be an optimism. But the real question is, will the lessons have been learned? History is rife with empires that refuse to learn their lessons. When they're down, some call on God. Others curse him and blame him. They come together and they beg God for mercy and grace and help. And then when they're back on their feet, they forget he was there. Is that you? You will see a respite such as they saw a hundred years ago. And you will see a bounce. And then you will see a collapse. It's coming. Now, will it repeat identically, exactly, or just in similar to kind, possibly? You do have the prospect of history that maybe, just possibly, the real crash comes in the late 20s. A truly dastardly crash between 19, between 2027 and 2030. But I would suggest a slight change in history here on a biblical level based on biblical prophecy, I suggest you're going to see something a lot sooner than the repeat of the 20s in the 1900s. So be wise to have learned from history, but learn better from it. Because you're going to experience not just the plague and the world left alone for another hundred years until another plague. But it's a series of other catastrophic cosmic events that in the next five years you're going to experience on an apocalyptic level. Be wise and wiser than your forefathers and prepare for what is to come. Repent.
My bride, my love. 